Hello and welcome to Is Riverdale Good, the weekly podcast where we recap each episode of Riverdale and explore ships, theories, casting news, official press, juicy off-screen rumors, and answer the question on everyone's mind, is Riverdale actually good? Whew. Yes. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is my partner in life, love, and podcasting, Brittany. Hello! This week, we're talking about Chapter 12, the second to last chapter of Season 1. The penultimate episode. Anatomy of a Murder. Anatomy of a Murder. So, naturally, Anatomy of a Murder is the name of a 1959 film. It's an American courtroom drama crime film. Mm -hmm. Produced and directed by Otto Preminger, who we studied in... Professor Frontani's class, oh, yeah? I'm just now remembering. Nice. Yeah. Um, so it's a murder trial um, in which the defendant says he suffered temporary insanity and killed the guy um, after he raped his wife. If that Yeesh. makes sense. What Yeesh. is the truth and will he win his case? Oh, like, my. Super dramatic. They said it was one of the first mainstream Hollywood films to address sex and rape in graphic terms. Well, mm-hmm. that's intense. Um, been described by a law professor as probably the finest pure trial movie ever made. I'm like, well, there you go. over to kill Going a mockingbird. Loss. Don't come <laughs> at me. But anyway, this one, Fair. this one. Remember, there was another movie that shared a title with a Riverdale episode that was entered into the Library of Congress. Yeah, I'm trying to remember this one which one it is. Also was this one was also. I feel there like a lot for of being them culturally, are... historically, or aesthetically significant, which is interesting. Yeah. I still maintain that Riverdale should also go into the Library of Congress. <laughs> we should start a petition for that. Put Riverdale like, in s- the Library of I Congress. I see what you're trying to do, R.E.S. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> trying to get Riverdale into the Library of Congress. Yep, that's well, his, you know his end goal, I'm sure. I'm here for it. So the last time we left off, we learned that FP is being framed for Jason's murder, I mean, y'all. of course he is. He literally told Jughead they have to get out of the town because that's what happens. It's true. To people like them in Riverdale. It's not good. So we start out at Pops in the same scene yeah, that we were in in the last episode. This is when binging is like super helpful because yes. the next episode starts in the exact same conversation where it ends. Yep, I love when like, I love when shows do that. Totally seamless. Uh, Archie and Veronica are saying we looked through the whole place. We did not see a gun. FP I think is like, innocent. Are you sure you didn't see it? And they're like, it's literally a trailer. There's literally two rooms. Veronica we says, looked in the, we looked in the one closet he had. It's it was not, not the, there. It's not the Vogue closet, she Ooh, says. She's so right. So they're saying, where is Jughead? We need to tell him that his dad, dad is innocent. And we can't tell the sheriff, sheriff until we tell our parents. Naturally. Big mistake. Archie's like, Fred's going to know exactly what to do. Dad so, of the year. Yep. So then we cut to Archie's house and all the parents are freaking out <laughs> as the story comes out. You did what? You broke into where? I mean, like, what did you expect from these kids? Yep. Let's it's, be real. They, they've been doing all the investigating for this murder. But, I mean, I guess Sheriff Keller's been doing some that's stuff. That's true. You know. And I love how quickly they can assemble everyone's parents. Like, literally, Alice, <laughs> Hermione, Fred, and Mary are all there, like, immediately. Yeah. I guess Alice, li- they live next door. Where were they that they got dressed? They, were they still at the dance? Yeah. Yeah. That's why they were all the dressed up. still the night of the dance. Yeah. yeah. I um, guess that makes sense. They were probably supervising. So Hermione says that this case is closed. It was FP. We are out of here. Uh, and Fred says he won't let Jughead ruin Archie's life. Yeah. So, uh, plus Mary's like, hey, guess what? It also doesn't matter what you said that you found in your search because that was illegal oh, and it's yeah, not going to exactly. matter. Let's talk to the lawyer here. Yeah. Inadmissible. All that time. Yeah. But still true. Thank God Mary's here because otherwise we would. Do you think they brought her in for these episodes just to like. <laughs> for legal advice. For, for the legal reasons <laughs> of, of this murder? 
investigation. No, probably not. I think they brought her in because she's Molly Ringwald. And there are right. a couple episodes. It doesn't hurt that she's a lawyer, though. That is very helpful. A lot of questions I, <laughs> in the in the last few episodes where we're like, wait, is this allowed? I will say, I think they were probably writing the episode and they were like, what's her profession? Lawyer. She gonna be a lawyer. Yeah, I know because I keep asking Chris, which of course you don't have an answer for this. Yeah. I'm like, why did she have to move to Chicago? You yeah, know what I mean, I'm like, why couldn't she have stayed in Riverdale? It is. It is funny to me. Lawyer is one of those jobs that, like, I feel like you could do in any city, you know? Everybody needs lawyers. I mean, she's going to have to litigate some more stuff. I guess maybe Riverdale didn't have a lot of crime before this. Now, like... There you go. There's no market for it. Exactly. She had to go to Chicago. But anyway, yeah, the parents are like, uh, leave it alone. You're done. Yeah. So then after this, we have a uh, texting scene between Betty and Archie. And she's uh, like, she just texts Archie. She's like, I'm worried about Jughead. And he texts back, me too. too. Let's go find him. Like, lol, okay, like, weren't you already doing that? Right, exactly. I don't understand. I don't know why they went up to their room. So, anyway. Yeah, that seemed weird. They both hop out of bed to go find to go Jughead. Find. Yeah. Then we cut to a phone booth at a bus station. Here he in be, Jughead. what is perhaps the most emotionally wrenching scene. I will say that Cole Sprouse did say that this scene was the, this scene was the most emotionally hard to shoot. Yeah. Because it is... The scene is him on the phone, and he's at the bus station. He's called his mom. On a He's like, Mom, I, I bought a bus ticket to come visit you in Toledo. Um, I can just sleep on the couch. Like, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's not a good time for me to, like, come oh, as no, your son okay. to visit you? Yep. You don't want me to come? Oh, that's I fine. I changed Forget my it. mind. Never mind. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'll stay here. And then, you know, he's like, it was really hard because there's no one on the other end of the phone. So you have to, like, channel everything into yep. this whole half of the conversation with silence on the other end. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even imagine how hard that would be. But, of course, Cole nails it once again. Of course. There's some pretty good Instagrams out that's there with, uh, yeah, Lily uh, and Because uh, in the moment, you're like, oh, God, this is so hard wrenching and terrible and it's really sad and if you feel awful for him he's like super distraught and then i mean it had been a couple months since since that aired but then yeah, yeah, lily yeah. and cammy did an instagram story with a payphone where they were like pretending to be him <laughs> it's hilarious they hammed it up a little they bit they so got good. very over the top with their cammy crying was like, oh, 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 oh. they're like sinking down to yeah. the floor oh man. Uh, it's great it's, it's really great. funny stuff acting yeah acting. uh so obviously toledo's out of the question yeah. so jughead goes back to the lobby asks for a ticket for the first bus out, which is to Florida. Citrusville, Florida. Citrusville, Florida. Uh, it leaves tomorrow at 6 a.m. I love how this woman like gives him so much shade. She's like, okay, great. Leaves at 6. <laughs> and then she's like, lobby closes in 15 minutes. Yep. And then he literally glances at a sign that says no loitering. And she's like, essentially like, you can go. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go, sir. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a bench here, don't even think about sleeping on it. Yep. See you tomorrow. You're a ragamuffin like yourself. 5.30 a.m. when yeah. it reopens. Yep. So then we cut to the Pembroke. Uh, Hermione <laughs> Hermione knows what's up. She's like rummaged around trying to find passports. Yeah, so yeah. Like make a quick escape. Exactly. Need to be ready to run away. <laughs> She's and like, who knows what FP is going to say? We don't know what happened. We don't know what your dad did, yeah. what he didn't do. We need to be ready. Veronica is like, what are you doing? And Hermione says, I bribed the mayor. I forged your signature. Pack a bag just in case. Yeah, she's like, like I just, paid off the surface. You know. We are guilty. Yeah, exactly. We are not guilty of murder, but we may be guilty of other things. That's literally everything. But once again, don't say anything about it unless people yeah. come up to us exactly. and tell us about that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we uh, cut back to the bus station. Betty and Archie are hot on the trail of Jughead. Yeah, they get there, but it's closed, clearly. Yeah. 
And then Veronica calls Archie and she's like, oh, I'm spiraling. My mom's being crazy. She's I just, just like lounging on the couch, like in the Pembroke with yep. her like silk, like chemise mm-hmm. pajamas. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, like we're out. And she's like, okay, what? First of all, you didn't invite me rude. Like <laughs> left me out of the group excuse text. Me. Come on. I know. And then she's like, okay, well, what's the one place that we always go and it never closes? Also, we were just there. Like, clearly, it's Pops. You guys are stupid. I like how, did we both write dummies in our Yeah, you, you wrote, wrote, I you wrote, wrote dummies. You dummies, he's at Pops. I said, okay, clearly, go to Pops, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I never leave Veronica out of the group text, because know. she knows. She's like, literally, we just did it. Exactly. Meanwhile, at Pops... Yep. Jughead is there, and they ding, ding, find ding, ding. him. Just hanging out by he's himself got, in a booth. He's got his hat off because he's sad. Exactly. And uh, just sipping on a cup of coffee. Yeah, and they're like, listen, we're really sorry. And he's like, I don't want to hear it, man. I'm sad. <laughs> and they're like, well, will this make you feel better? Your dad's being framed. And he's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. They so, find yeah. out his dad's being framed. Big deal. Uh, then we go into the interrogation room where FP and Sheriff Keller are having a you know polite little conversation. This is, this is drama right here. Yeah, FP explains how. Well, first the sheriff is like, "Hey, the gun that we found matches the gun that killed Jason Blossom. Yeah. You you want to explain to me the gun we found? How that's a thing in your trailer? Yeah." Yeah, so... That's it. That's a murder weapon. That's Tell that. me your story. And then FP explains how Jason came to him looking for some cash and a getaway car so he could get out of town. And while he's telling the story, it's like flashing back between like the interrogation room and like pictures of what really happened yeah, the last guy, summer. So you see a lot of this visually. The guy who plays Jason, I would have been worried I wouldn't be in any other scenes, but he's always <laughs> he there. He never talks. He never has any lines, yeah. but he's in a lot. <laughs> Uh, I hope good. he's already got his SAG card. Don't you have to have two, two speaking he's, roles we, before you I can get that? I've already seen him in... Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Um, okay, so FP's yes. like, yes, I will give you some car, uh, the car and some cash mm. if you will make a delivery mm. for me. So he puts some weed in the back of the car. Because the serpents only do weed. Mm. Yes, they're... Yeah. They don't do anything harder than weed is what... FP says. That is correct. Uh, the plan was to fake him drowning in the river. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, but then I had a great idea. So Ooh. when he got across the river and thought he was dead, yeah. I kidnapped him. Because he I, realized he was a blossom and he's like, right. I realized he was super rich. Mm-hmm. The red hair didn't uh-huh. tip him off at yeah. all. But he, I guess Archie Once he thought about hair, it so, for yeah. two seconds, he realized that. Yeah. So I kidnapped him, held him in the basement of the white worm. Uh, he got loose and tried to escape. So I shot him, put him in a freezer, then dumped his body in the river. After, yeah, so he's like, I was going to hold him for ransom. Yep. He tried to get loose. So I killed him. And, you know, FP's face is like, oh, I'm having terrible flashbacks to, like, when I was forced to kill this kid. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, I shot him, shoved his body in the freezer. And then once they drugged the river, then he dumped him in the river. So, mm. like, they had already searched. Mm-hmm. So then he, yep. like, and Sheriff Keller is, like, and personally it, then, offended that he did that. He was like, well, to he's be like, fair. you waited until we were done searching a place, and then you put the body there? Yep. It's like, to yes, be fair, Sheriff. A, that's cold. And then B, his son did find the body. So you it's know, a little traumatizing for his son. Yeah, Might be a little lot. Papa Keller coming Although, out. Although, Kevin was like, hey, Joaquin, you ever go hook up by the river? Like, <laughs> I'm pretty true. sure he's not that affected. That's a good point. That yeah, he's, he's not, like, bragging now. about it to his other, his boyfriend. <laughs> Yes. Uh, oh, my God. So to round out his story, yeah. FP says, also, I stole the files from your house, Sheriff Keller. Why? And, did not do Which that. we all know he did not do because we know how Hal Cooper did, did that. And I torched the getaway car. Yeah. He's like, I followed Jughead and Betty and I torched the car. Yep. So, wow. And then Sheriff goes, did you kill Jason Blossom? And we cut away from the scene. We don't hear. But... 
it's not looking good for old but FP. Like, mm, he pretty much just said he did it. So. Yeah. So then the gang rolls into the sheriff's station and they say, "Hey, uh, he's, he's innocent. Being framed. He's it's being not framed. real." And he's blah, like, blah, blah. "Then why did he just confess?" What? Everything's crazy. And they see FP walking by, and everyone's like, "Why?" Title card: Riverdale. Yep. Then oh, we cut to the second most hostile place other than the River uh, Riverdale City Jail, the Blossom oh my Family God. Breakfast Table. Oh, this is super awkward. Justice for Jason is printed on the cover of the Riverdale Register. Uh, and Polly, <laughs> Polly is a little confused guys, by this. Polly literally sees the headline and she goes, he killed Jason, not... And then she like trails off because she wasn't like, like, not all of you at this table. (laughs) Like, way to make it abundantly clear that you definitely suspected the family you've been staying with. Exactly. Polly. And Clifford's like, oh, don't worry. I went to the jail. I looked our son's killer in the eye. And like, wow, we're going to have peace. And, you know, Penelope Blossom is like, we we can can all start start over. over. Including Cheryl. It's creepy and weird. Yes. Uh, So that's very uncomfortable as everything that happens in Thornhill is. Then we cut to the school's cafeteria. Uh, We learn that Sheriff Keller talked to Jughead. Uh, the gang is just trying to put the pieces together the of everything that's developed overnight. Is saying that FP worked alone, how convenient, so mm-hmm. no one else is in charge. And Veronica's like, maybe my dad hired another serpent to plant the gun. She is like super, <laughs> super zeroed in on the fact that like Hiram Lodge had something to Did do with this. Did my dad hire this. you? Did my father hire you? I know, you, that was Lodge. where this like funny, uh, yeah. that funny meme came with, came from with <laughs> just pictures of Cammy being like, my father put you up to this, didn't he? My father, Hiram Lodge, he Did paid she... you to say that, didn't he? Did she get stung by a bee yeah. or something one day yeah it's like my father paid you to be here didn't he <laughs> yeah. yeah that's another <laughs> my great father, uh, Hiram Lodge. another great instagram or that's social so media funny. thing so the story is that jughead's obviously going to take the day off since he's having a little bit Clearly. of personal trauma i but- will say ship alert when veronica is like my dad might have hired someone archie holds her hand under, under the table that's right so Varchie, now, relationship alert i will just say when bughead does it they do it in the student lounge hand on the shoulder Oof. But Archie and so Veronica, weird. they got to hide their relationship. Well, yeah, it's still secret mm-hmm. because remember when oh, yeah, Betty right. was like, last time you brought me baked goods, it's because you kissed Archie. And Veronica was like, hee, 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 what? So no, funny you look over there. That. What's that? Uh, I don't know what's, what's happening. What's going on with this murder word festival? No. Yeah. So, so it's still a secret. Secret love. Jughead is not supposed to be in school today, but then he walks into the Jughead, cafeteria. no, baby. He walks straight over to Cheryl and says, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cheryl. I'm sorry. He looks very, like broken up about it and cheryl uh oh cheryl being of sound mind walks up smacks him in the face she and then really repeatedly him. punches him in the chest she's just like yeah. crying though it's like it's, one of those things where it's like you pummel someone and then they like hug you and you just cry it out that you was can what was tell, happening you can tell that she doesn't i don't i listen in the she acting in that scene it. she didn't want to hurt good. him but she was like angry you like yeah i thought it was frustrated and angry very well communicated through their physicality that yeah. you know she doesn't really want to hurt him yeah. she's just and angry. he didn't put up his hands to defend himself at right. all he just kind of like took it because i feel like he knew that was what was gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah it's like like not like cheryl's gonna be like it's fine yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, cool jug your dad killed my no problem best friend and possible lover we will never know <laughs> are we ever gonna get to the bottom 
bottom of the twin cest? Are we going to find out what happened? Oh, Never I think know. we already know. Um, so then they break up the fight, and Weatherby yeah. takes Jughead away. Of course, Weatherby's like, Mr. Jones, you're coming with me. Come and of with course, me. Archie's little, like, that's not fair radar goes up. He's like, what? He was apologizing. Like, what's yeah, exactly. wrong He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't wrong. do anything. And Jughead's like, don't you get how this works, man? No, right? He's like, listen, okay. Yeah. So then we go into the girls' bathroom, and Cheryl says, I barely touched him. Okay. Thank God, Okay, Cheryl. Cheryl. Yes. No, no, don't encourage I love her. this. Don't encourage her She's saying, crying. I barely touched him. I barely touched him. No, you didn't, Cheryl. To her, she, that probably is her barely touching him compared to what Have she would like to Cheryl? do. Well, okay. There that, you go. I mean, yeah. Given, but given still, between murder and was, lightly slapping his face. That was certainly some, revi- some revisionist history from Cheryl. I mean, what else is new? Just saying. Betty approaches, um, you know, she says, hey, listen, it's not his fault and Cheryl basically says, we've caught the killer. Why doesn't it feel like the nightmare right. is over? She's like, everyone keeps coming up to me and hugging me and telling me I should feel so relieved. But, Cheryl doesn't strike me as a hugger. Not, I'm just saying, don't, yeah, don't hug Cheryl. Yeah, no. Anyway, then we go back to the hall. Uh, it be, doesn't feel that way because maybe his dad is being framed. What? And we don't know the real killer Oh, yeah, yet. in case you forgot, an innocent man still in prison. Right. Uh, Who really killed Jason. Exactly. So then we get into the hall where Betty is waiting for Jughead to get out. Bughead. Walk. Relationship goals. Yeah. Uh, we learned that Weatherby also interrogated Jughead in addition mm. to Sheriff Keller, who interrogated him Sad earlier day. today. Uh, and Jughead saying, listen, if my dad didn't, didn't kill, him, kill him, who did who kill did? him? He's like, I've been waiting my whole life for my dad to do the right thing, and I'm just done. And you should be too. Which, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's literally been an entire life of like FP screwing up it's and true. promising that he's going to fix it and him like halfway fixing it or yeah. not really fixing it. Exactly. Uh, so then we cut back to the Andrews house. Uh, Fred talked to Weatherby on the phone. Lol. And Weatherby thinks that Jughead should finish the semester at home. Uh, says that we've got yes. to think long term for Jug and protecting. For his safety. Yes. And Fred says that protecting you, Archie, from the Joneses is my top priority. And, and then Archie's like, we're the solution, Dad. Like, yeah, we're the people who can't need abandon to be helping my friend. him. And of course, Jughead is like listening on the stairs, which makes it like even sadder because Fred is like, I, my top priority is you. Mm-hmm. And Archie's like, that's not fair because we need to also protect Jughead. And he's like, well, maybe you should have gone to Chicago with your mom, which remember Fred was overhearing Fred. that conversation at the very same spot on the stairs. And Archie, like he just threw that in Archie's face. Yeah, Fred, you lose some dad of the yeah. year points for doing that and being and immature. You're supposed to be the adult course, in the room. Here. Archie's like, I wasn't even considering that dad, like throws that back in his face. And then dad? he goes, well, then maybe I will. I'm like, oh, Drop Ooh, that. Mic drop. Knives are out. Uh, and then Jughead, like a little like sad beaten dog, is like, it's okay, I'll sleep in the garage tonight. Uh, uh, what? He's been living there for weeks. What do they think he's going to do? I don't know. I mean, it's classic so Jughead, like, like self-deprecation, like, yeah. you know. Like, like, oh, oh, it's just, it's hard out here. Stop doing that. Rough patch in everybody's life right no. now. Uh, <laughs> then we Then we cut to... <laughs> <laughs> what? I just looked at the first ne- sentence of my notes scene? for this and I just laughed. Yeah. So, so yeah, go it's ahead. It's dark. Betty's laying in bed. She hears a noise. She gets up. It's like close up on her face. And it's like, we remember last suspenseful music. Remember last time this happened in the Cooper house? It yep. was like creepy child laughter. And it was her dad in the basement oh, watching yeah. home videos of Polly it's being true. like, Daddy, I'm shy, which was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so was, now yeah. she like creeps down the stairs all of a sudden. It's Alice with a gun. <laughs> she's literally. She's like, just, Mom. And Alice goes, shh. And Mom, as she what goes, are you doing with that? she pulls a gun into frame. <laughs> 
same. Here's my question. Is this the Alice. same gun that they pulled think, out yeah. of Grundy's car? Yeah, I'm, pretty I'm pretty sure, sure it is. Yeah. It. Because Alice is like, good thing I've got this sitting Remember around. Remember when she answered the door and she was like, explain this. And yeah, she just exactly. like held this gun up. Oh, my God. I'm surprised Alice has not been arrested yet for just brandishing you know a what? firearm at the most inopportune times. I don't think anybody wants times, to you know? get close You know what? To her. That's yeah. true. <laughs> when Alice shoots, Whatever. she just doesn't miss. let her miss. have it. Let her she have it. She does not miss. That's fine. So anyway. So they, then she also heard the noise. That yeah. was not the noise. And it's they go, the keep going back down into the basement. Um, It's Hal again. Just Hal, y'all. Just rummaging around downstairs. Um, and he's like, oh, oops, these are all the files I stole during the drive-in. And these are, I was here to destroy them. Yeah, I was I, just here to destroy some I evidence. I was here to destroy evidence. Don't and worry Alice about me. is like, are you kidding me, Hal? Yep, but he's also. He's like, I didn't want it to get back to Polly, right. yeah. the investigation, or the Blossoms. And then the sheriff would figure out the connection between our families. And they're like, okay, so like the blood feud of like how our great-grandfather was like murdered by the great-grandfather Blossom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, No. Your great grandfather <laughs> wasn't just murdered by a blossom. What? He was a blossom. What? They were brothers. Oh no. The Coopers are actually <laughs> blossoms. blossoms. So what happened was the two grandfather blood feuds, they were brothers. Yeah. Um the one murdered the other one and uh-huh. then that fa- side of the family severed ties with the quote unquote blossoms because they were the, like how dare you. Known as yeah, the, the blossoms. current blossoms and they split off and became the Coopers and assumed mm-hmm. a new name and a new identity yet stayed Ooh. in town yeah. and like didn't get any of the maple fortune. I'm like you guys made a mistake. Chicago is clearly not that yeah. far away, y'all. Like, what is going on? So that makes Polly a blossom which makes Polly and Jason related. Which Whoa. makes those twin babies 100% blossom babies. Yes. Also, but like not too incest because exactly. they're, they're like, like third, third cousins. cousins. This is like great grandparents were brothers. I mean, it'd be, it's not a big deal. The babies yeah. won't be deformed or anything. Right. It's, it's fine. Uh, but that is why Hal <laughs> made the I mean, appointment. Right, for uh, Polly. And that's why he was like, we cannot have these babies yeah. in this house. We need to just give them away. Also, Hal, you could have told us this. You Literally, could have let us know about this. Or as soon as she started dating Jason, yeah. he should have just pulled her aside and been like, listen, listen. I've got something that's a little bit embarrassing to share with you. We are related to them, so yeah, y'all should probably like break up. Cousin. Literally, that's all I would have taken. Right. And then she would have been like, oh. Oh, that's uh, weird and awkward. Okay. Yeah, we probably like can't get past that. Yep. Oh, God. We'll and be that, friends, yeah. but not <sighs> lovers anymore. Weird. Now, yeah. yeah. So now they're like, okay, we, which is hilarious because that means that Betty and Cheryl are related. Oh, wow. I didn't even Lol. think of that. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they're like, okay, we got to get Polly out there now. We got it. It's time to extract Polly from Thornhill. Because now they're like, um, okay, so if Hal was going to make the appointment to like get rid of the babies, Mm -hmm. how far would the Blossoms go to keep this a secret also? And they're like, oh, no, we got to get Polly out of their stat. Yes. Uh, so then so, we like, go. Let's go. We let's go to Thornhill. We get. Uh, who do you want knocking on Guys, doors? Oh my god! Other than Alice Cooper, she w- does not quit. She doesn't. Uh, so she knocks on the door. Cliff answers. Sorry to just disrupt the witching hour at Thornhill. <laughs> she says, but we're here for Polly. We're here to bring home Polly. Uh, you guys are hiding incest. FP story now has huge holes. Yeah. And Penelope's, Penelope says, nothing could be more purely blossom than those babies. To which, like... <laughs> Hal goes, what is wrong with you people? Everybody in the room, like, pretty much at the same Everyone's time, like, goes, like, ew, why? gross. I know, poor Polly's, like, rubbing her stomach, <laughs> like, bleh. And 
you know, they're the blossoms are like they're only third cousins. Like that's not like that big of a deal. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, let's go, Polly. Alice is like, we're done with this like creepy macabre, like whatever the hell. Like we're leaving. <laughs> Penelope Blossom grabs Betty's arm. Oh yeah, you made a grave error, little Little girl. girl. I was like, this is weird. And then Betty, like a boss, is like, no, I don't think so. And I'm not going to stop until I prove it. And Clifford Blossom looks really nervous slash angry Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, because they stormed and he was like in his uh, robe. Yep, his they were nice all in their fancy robes. Robe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like how everything in that house is like fancy, super fancy. Yeah, you know? I guess as it is since they're the rich family in town. Then we cut to Pops. Well, we have a quick scene uh, in the bedroom where Archie wakes up Jughead and is like, hey, we got to go to Pops. Then we get to Pops. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> where we learn that Mary is a badass. Oh, yes. Amazing. She went down to the jail, passed herself off as FP's lawyer. Spoiler alert. I was like, you could just be his lawyer. Right, just say you're his lawyer. Pull a page out of Sandy Cohen from the OC's yes, book. Thank you. Whenever anyone needs legal advice, just go up to the cops and say, I'm their lawyer. Literally, if I had a dollar for every time Sandy Cohen said the words, <laughs> don't say anything to a person yeah. that was either Seth or Ryan, and then turned to a police officer and said, I'm his lawyer, yep. I'd have like $3. At least three, probably like five, actually. <laughs> let's so, be honest. This is one of my favorite Sandy Cohen moments. Yeah, that's ever. a great. Like, don't say anything. I'm his lawyer. Classic Sandy Cohen Ooh, move. Sandy. Yep. I love that. It's a great, great. Uh, okay. Fan girl about Sandy Cohen all so, day. So, you know what? You know who I would ship? Mary Andrews and Sandy oh. Cohen. Has, Kier- has little- Kirsten passed on or? Oh, I forgot about <laughs> Kirsten. My- well, there was that fling in the ones. Anyway, you yeah. guys are listening to an OC podcast. Crossover. Between <laughs> FP's priors and the weapon found yeah. in his trailer. She's like, it's not looking good. Things look horrible for him. He never budged from his story. I was with him all night. And then she's like, oh, hey, uh, side note. Like, who is Joaquin? Yeah. Something, Joaquin, something. Joaquin DeSantis. Yeah, probably so something like that. And, that. and they're like, uh, as in Kevin's boyfriend. And she's like, well, I don't know about anything about dad, but he was FP's one phone call. And they're like, huh. what? And then Mary's like, listen, Jughead, uh, you should go visit your dad and say mm-hmm. everything you want to say because once he gets, you know, in the system, things are going to move really fast, and you might not be able to get the chance. Yeah, so, and like, Jug is still in his sarcastic uh, shield up poor mode. He said, like, at least he's an honest murderer about his dad. Yeah, like he's sticking to his story Ouch. even though it's not the real story. Yeah. Like, okay. Right. Cool. So Mary says, "Go to jail. Tell everything you you need to tell to your dad." Yeah. So then we go to the jail, uh, and this is. But so many great scenes between Cole and Skeet and it's great. The, the last two episodes. Just saw a fantastic picture on Instagram the other day, too, with them. Uh, oh, yeah. Looking Just like, like being bros. Looking like father and son. It's very cute. They did a bunch of like um, bonding things, the parents and the kids, to, Are like, you to like make their uh, on screen relationship Like they better. went bowling and stuff? Well, I mean, well, I think they That went, kind of thing, or like what? Yeah, no. Cole said he built a chi- an entire chicken coop. Oh, with that's Skeet. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, <laughs> There was, awesome. was some interview and they were like, oh, yeah, like, I don't even remember. But the other examples were like, oh, we like had dinner or like we like did uh-huh. this. And Cole's like, I built an entire stupid <laughs> chicken coop with Skeet one day. <laughs> I could just see Skeet being like, like, really oh. got yeah, that, did. that relationship down. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was super cute. But, but on a sa- sadder yes. note, in this scene, Jug is kind of unloading on FP and saying, yeah. I knew it was a mistake to help you. I was so happy, but it was all a lie. Yeah, he's like, uh, you paid attention to me, but you were only paying attention to me because you wanted to make sure I wasn't on to you. Yeah, the only reason you, you read my manuscript was yeah, to make wanted, sure I was on to you. Yeah, and you didn't want to go to Toledo so we could all be a family. You wanted to, like, get out of town so you could run away. 
And uh, FP's like, I did what I had to do, like I always do. Yep. I'm like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> and he's like, Dad, are you even sorry? And then I, I mean, I called this line before he said it because it's like so You call obvious. every line, though. I mean, You're I'm the like, best at oh, this. God. And he's like, sorry, I got caught. And their faces are like very close together. But like, this is, it's like a one room jailhouse. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Yeah, there's like one cell. They're not visiting each other like in a visitation yeah. room over a table, like literally Jughead and the sheriff. Uh, well, he's not in, the sheriff's not in the scene, but when he is, they're like literally on one side of a cell and yeah. FP's just like in the cell in the same room. It's pretty big As cell. like a desk. So yeah, it's probably I, like I the one the only cell criminal. they have. Yeah, exactly. It's like in, Days uh, of Our Lives where it's like there's one <laughs> cell. Probably, yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah, so they're right there, but the bars are separating them. So that's very dramatic. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry I got caught. Yeah. I said, oh, FP, stop. Yeah. And he said, look at me, Jughead. And then they stare at each other for like a while. Yeah. like sizing each other up. And he's like, never come back here. Leave and never come back Do here. Do you understand? And then Jughead stares at him. And his like expression shifts a little bit, and mm-hmm. you're like, a little moment of get, recognition. Yeah, you're like, okay, so like he got something out of FP's face there because let's not forget FP's been truthfully lying to Jughead his whole life by being like, I'm gonna get it together. Mm-hmm. Like FP mm-hmm. believes the things sometimes that he says to Jughead, right. but knows that they're not necessarily going to happen. Yeah. So after years and years and years of that, I feel like he's pretty good at reading when his dad means something versus when he wants to mean something versus when he's actually lying or when he's hiding something so he looks at him for a really long time and he's like got it okay literally he says got it got it got it and got it by your expression he leaves and then i think uh he calls Betty later, yeah. Yeah. That's, so I skipped ahead. Next, we cut to the Pembroke, where Archie and Veronica are It's talking. Varchie time. Little Varchie romance Ooh. by the fire. Little, like, flowers and fire. and Yeah, flowers in the foreground, fire in together. the background. Oh, my. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> they're talking. Um, talking about Joaquin. They're like, what was FP talking to him about? Yeah. Uh, and then, what? Uh, they go to talk to FP? I think you go to talk to Joaquin. They're like, we should yeah. talk to Joaquin because that was really yeah, yeah, sketchy. Yeah. And then they so go. They, right. And they're, and But Kevin is there too. Right. It's a very short scene in the yeah. Pembroke. And then they go to, uh, I guess it's Archie's garage where yeah, Joaquin is like, like being interrogated. They like brought him in. Yeah. They're like, hey, come over and hang out. Just kidding. Sit on this chair and we're going to question exactly. you yeah. about this phone call that you had. Uh, and Joaquin says, I saw Jason's dead body in the basement of the Oof. White Worm. I helped stash him in the freezer and clean up the scene. No, Joaquin. And Veronica says, did you? you hear anything about my father Hiram Lodge what about my father Hiram Lodge he does he does business with the serpents and Joaquin says oh well I heard Mustang tell FP about some rich guy and they're like who's Mustang tell me more about this Mustang guy he's the one that like kind of shoved Archie when they went to the Mm -hmm. white worm when Archie was like hey man did you beat up my friend at my dad's construction Uh, 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 site so that was good times y'all good times yeah and uh so then they're like okay so clearly we need to go see Mustang yep and ask him about the rich guy because Hiram Lodge. And uh, Joaquin says, no, 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 no. He's you don't like, oh, go y'all see literally should not do that. Do not do that. And they go. And Veronica's like, oh, ha, we're ha, going. ha, 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 too bad. Yeah. Yeah. We gonna be I'm there. already there. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Polly's room. Uh, Jughead calls Betty and well, says. Betty and Polly are just like laying on the bed. Yeah. Casually. Just having a little sister moment. Like a little like break in the drama. Betty's like, Polly, I'm so happy you're home and the babies are okay. But like everything else is terrible. Yep. Literally pretty much is what she says. And then Jughead calls her and he's like, yeah, you were right. My dad is hiding something. Yeah, we got to figure this out then we go to mustang's hotel uh yeah so it's varchi and wavin 
Yeah. So it's <laughs> Veronica, Archie, Kevin, and Joaquin. That is correct. And they're good. they go to the seedy motel, and Veronica's like, oh, there isn't much money in, like, okay. petty crime or okay. something like that. I was Veronica. Like, what? Veronica. Chill out. Not Veronica. everyone can stay at the Pembroke. Not everyone yeah, has white exactly. collar crime. This yeah. is blue collar crime, Veronica. Gosh. This is real salt of the earth crime <laughs> no, here. Come on. Exactly. Uh, so, so they, yeah. they, they walk into. pop open this door, and they're like, hello? Mustang, you Mustang? here? Mustang? Is that you? I'm like, no, no, no. This can only be bad. And they look around and uh-oh mustang is dead in the bathtub gross looks like he has overdosed everybody kind of like looked surprised but i feel like if i had discovered a dead person with a needle in their arm in a bathtub i would probably like throw up yeah that's fair yeah. or something mm-hmm. i feel like it could have added more realism to this <laughs> Because Archie I was kind of like, Archie oh, vomit my, in this oh show. my, and the Veronica was like, oh. Veronica always does a I very good, like, freaked out, though. Yeah, that's she was true. Good. I guess everybody was, like, trying to do it with their yeah. eyes. Yeah, exactly. Instead of with their mouths. Because I would have been like, oh, hell no. Like, I would have been that person. I don't know what the throwing up <laughs> equivalent like, of smizing is, yeah. but that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then, of course, Joaquin is like, uh, I can't be here for this. Yeah. <laughs> I got priors. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. Essentially. And <laughs> Pretty Kevin much, yeah. And leaves with him, and he's like, okay. Okay, call my dad. Call my dad. Yeah. So then uh, the parents Whoop. arrive Here at the hotel. Here comes Sheriff Keller and every per- person's parent. Yep. They're explaining what they saw here. And just as they're explaining how they knew to go find Mustang, one of the deputies comes up oh, to the God. sheriff and says, hey, <laughs> under the bed, I found this giant bag of cash with the letters HL on it. Oh, no. Uh, what's that about? And then Sheriff Keller's like, oh, Hermione Lodge, want to tell me about how this is, is a bag with your initials? And the Veronica's like, no, 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 no. Hiram Lodge. Yeah. My father, Hiram Lodge. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe I've mentioned him before. No, it's it's definitely my father, Hiram. He was doing business with the serpents. And yeah. Hermione is like, that is all we're saying. Veronica. That is all we're saying until we have a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Please be quiet. Yep. Uh, then She's like, do you need me to spell Hiram for you, Sheriff? Hiram Lodge. H-I-R-A-M. <laughs> yeah. L, okay. Fred's truck. We go to uh, oh, Archie, Fred, having a little conversation. Fred's Fred like, says, literally, Archie, stop trying to get killed. Yeah. If you stay on this path, you will end up dead. Just like Jason Blossom. And Archie's like, okay. I yeah, Archie sheds it. a single tear. Yep. He's overwhelmed. He's just trying to help, and the adults are not helping. It's true. Literally, all they're doing is like, hey, we uncovered this giant break in the case every yep. five and seconds. And they're like, stop. And the adults keep being this. like, why are you doing this? And they're like, to find the truth. And they're like, but you could get hurt. I'm like, okay, I shouldn't even be doing this. You all should be doing this. You're the adults. Yeah. To be fair, that is kind of a parent thing to be like, uh, you know, don't be doing don't this. Doing but that. at the same time, they can <laughs> also take the leads they found. Yeah. Anyway, then we have a quick scene of the Pembroke. Hermione collapses Oof. crying because the walls are closing in on Hiram's life of crime. It's a rough time. Yep. I feel like she feels like a lot of loyalty to her husband, but I mean, how much I'm sure she's can you, conflicted. How much yeah, can you exactly. defend him when you don't actually even know what he did? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's God. tough. It's tough. Inside uh, her voice, her inner monologue is always like, Hiram, why? Yeah, right. Hiram, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. So intrigued to meet Hiram next season. It's yeah, going to be so gonna be interesting. interesting. It's going to yep. be great. Uh, then we cut to the bus station oh. where uh, Joaquin Wavin. is having his final goodbye. Yeah, Wavin Last is... Last seductive uh, kiss between Kevin and Joaquin, the most sexually charged couple on this show. That is correct. I will say in season one. Yep. Uh, Sad. Joaquin says, you got to tell your friends to stop this. And Kevin He's says, like, uh-huh, do you, even you don't know, know my friends <laughs> at all. He's uh, like, that's correct. Because as you pointed out, they've talked for like two 
two separate occasions. Yeah, exactly. One was a, a party with a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then they have their final kiss goodbye, and he gets He's on his like, bus to San Junipero. Is it Junipero, my, yeah. Junipero, which is the Emmy-winning Black Mirror episode as Lol. of last Sunday. So I don't know if that's a little wink-wink nudge-nudge. I'd have to check my Black timelines Mirror. to when that season of Black Mirror came out, yeah. but uh, could be. It was before this. Definitely. It was before? Yeah. It came out before this? Yeah. Season? Before it was I written did. and shot? I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, we'll have to But anyway, before he gets on the bus, Joaquin is like, listen. Oh, yeah. There is something else that I did not tell your friend. One more thing. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Then we go to the blue and gold. Um, Bughead's looking at the murder board. Yes. And they're like, hey, let's take some people off this because we literally have the whole town here. Yeah. So like, okay, let's, uh, let's see. Who is... FP protecting. Yes, exactly. <sighs> then we go to Thornhill. Cheryl says, why were Jason and Dad arguing right before Dad left? Talking to Mama, talking to Penelope. Why could, what couldn't Jason Dad stomach handle? What couldn't Jason stomach? And Penelope says, so many questions, Cheryl, and then takes her by the hand and drags her... Is that, am I getting ahead Yeah, here? you did. Oh, man. It's okay. Basically, all that happens is Cheryl kneels on the ground, and she's yeah. like, what couldn't Jason handle? And Penelope looks like really menacing. Then, this is what happened as I was bleeding Oh, yes. Then we They're go back. back and forth. Bughead rules out Hal Cooper, mm-hmm. and they rule out Hermione Lodge, and then that leaves Hiram, and that leaves the Blossom parents. Then we go back to Cheryl and her mom, and yes. she's like, I think something happened, Mommy. Yep. If Daddy wasn't mad at Jason about Polly, it must have been about the business. What was he running away from? The business, Dad? You. Everything. Ooh. Penelope drags Cheryl to the barn filled with syrup and she goes. Yeah. What? She's like, here's the secret. Here's the truth. Here's the sticky truth. Secret, sticky, dark, ugly truth. Drown in it. Why don't you? you, And I'm like, like, it just looks like barrels of syrup. Like, what are you doing? Chill. Which, like, before, now I kind of feel like Penelope is a murderer. Because she was real, she like really grabbed Cheryl. Or does she yeah. just hate Cheryl? Like the, she, the whole time I'm like, it know. wasn't her. Cause she was clearly very distraught about Jason dying forever. Like losing her damn mind essentially in I, the entire season. And then in this episode, I got such a menacing vibe from her that I was yeah. like, maybe it was the parents. Penelope strikes me as at the very least, mm. just like so desperately trying to not have everything fall apart, you know? I guess that's a I don't good know. point. So I think there are other All motivations right. for that than her being No, murder. that's true. But I feel you there. I was like, she just was so aggressively violent in this episode, whereas before she was yep. just a little, like, cutting in her words. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. not really, like, physically, like, menacing. That's looking. true, yeah. So then we go back to the Speaking blue and gold Speaking of menacing, again. Alice Cooper, <laughs> Alice here she Cooper be. rolls in. The blue and gold. She's like, hey, guess what? The police just found another dead body. And she's yep. like, what? And she's like, yeah, um, they found all this stuff. It was a supposed overdose. Then they found this money that was supposed to link them to Hiram Lodge. Everything is tied up too tight. Too tidy, if you ask me. me. And at so that true. moment, Betty gets a call from Kevin and says, mm. we'll be right there. We go into the woods. Kevin, Looking Betty. for that quote-unquote contingency plan that Joaquin told Kevin about that FP said, Joaquin, forget about the contingency plan. It's too dangerous. And they're like, haha, nothing is too dangerous. We're going to find out exactly what this is. Yep, exactly. Guess what it is? It is behind the maple syrup Naturally. billboard under some shrubs. Yes. They find 
Jason's Letterman jacket. Finally. What? After like some, six that million like episodes. Remember that four episodes yeah, ago? Of us yeah. being like, oh God, FP has the jacket. Okay, now they finally have the jacket. Yep, exactly. So then we go to the Andrew's garage where everybody just stares at the jacket yep. on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, I would do the same thing. <laughs> and of course, because they're kids, they don't like use gloves when they handle this jacket. <laughs> they like have this jacket. They don't know yep. what to do with it. And they're like, full mm. on Scooby gang status. <laughs> and then why is this jacket dangerous? Uh, we're going to find out what happened. I, Betty's like, no, no, no. I refuse to accept that FP did this. Like we need to keep going, keep going. She's yep. like, okay, Archie, Here, put, Archie on put it this on jacket. And he's like, oh, this is weird. Goes, I'm like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> oh, now you feel weird about being uh, Jason Blossom because let me tell you, this whole season, you bro, you seem pretty cool with, with it. No problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> Betty, this is weird. Yeah. And she's like, you know, reaching in, essentially like patting him down, trying yeah. to figure out what's up with this jacket. She finds out there's a hole in the pocket. Mm-hmm. She's like, I always, whenever there's a hole in my pocket, I always use my, lose my chapstick in the lining. And Veronica says, or my Mont Blanc, which Classic. is a very fancy, Super expensive, expensive fountain pen, pen uh, to which I was just like, just stop. <laughs> I know how Chris made a great point of, if you're losing a Mont Blanc in a coat with a hole in it, yeah. yet you have a Mont Blanc, why do you have a coat with yeah. a hole in if it? If you're rich enough to be putting <laughs> like, Mont Blancs in your pocket, on. I think you're probably rich enough to at least get your suit repaired or your jacket your repaired. repaired. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. I mean, unless you wanted to hide stuff in it. Maybe the Mont Ooh. Blanc had coke in it. <laughs> Maybe she was you know really what? bad in New York. Brilliant. You never know. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what her level of badness <laughs> you know what? was That's true. before she came to Riverdale. Yeah. Season two. But anyway, so, yes. what's in the lining? A flash drive. Bum, bum, bum. Nancy Drew strikes again. Good job, Betty. Nice work. Way to find it. They flash plug drive. the flash drive into a MacBook uh, and then Looks like see a really something. small laptop. Everyone huddles around this yeah, tiny little exactly. laptop. Which, to be fair, we've all been there. You know, they're watching, uh, they're watching. They're like, oh, I'm surprised. And we can't oh. see what's on the screen. Yeah. What's something, happening? Something happens. We assume that they're watching the yep. murder because they yeah. all like, start crying and being like, yeah. and then Betty shuts the laptop really quick. Immediately gets up. Gets on her phone immediately. Calls Cheryl and says, you need to get out of that house right now. Listen to me. And Cheryl says, I understand. <laughs> And, and then she says, thank you. She thank hangs you. up. Yeah. She closes her eyes. She opens them. And then two tears drip down from both her eyes. Yep, two lonely tears <sighs> trickle down her face. Guys, this is where I got the permanent full body chills. And they did not go away until the end of the episode. I swear. Ooh. I wrote, I have permanent chills and I'm dying. Run, Cheryl, run. Get out. Run, Cheryl. No. Don't go to the dining room. No, is what I wrote. Because, yep. you know, Cheryl's like slow-mo walking down. And I'm like, oh, God, get out, Cheryl. Get out. They're all going to kill you. Penelope basically already like, threatened to kill you earlier. Like, please leave. And, you know, she's like, oh, heading to the door. No, she veers off to the left and, like, goes to have dinner with her parents. I'm like, no, don't go in yep. there. They're crazy. So she walks up to the dinner table. Oh, she stands beside her mother, looks at her dad, no. and says, you did a bad thing, daddy. And now, now everyone, everyone knows. knows. And then Clifford what? Blossom looks like, oh no. I have to imagine this would have been the most excruciating commercial break if we were watching oh my this live. God. Thank God we didn't have to watch this live. So Alice hands the flash drive off to Sheriff Keller and we learn that the video was Cliff taking the ring out of Jason's um, yeah, so breast pocket. Jason in the basement of the White Worm. That is where he was. Yep. Mustang kind of like got in his face and shouted mm -hmm. at him. Did a little poking finger sure. into his chest. And then here comes Papa Blossom. Yep. Yeah. Takes he the ring out. And takes that ring. Puts it in his pocket and then turns around shoots Jason Blossom in the head. Point blank range like he's killing a dog. Yep. What? I don't know. 
Doesn't it make you think of like old yeller or whatever? No. no. I don't know. It's just like something that's it is like, real, something that someone just like really I evilly believe, does. I believe on a pres- police procedural they would call it execution style. I guess that's true. Yeah. But All anyway, right. point blank range, shot in the head. It's pretty conclusive now who killed Jason Blossom. So that's some cold disturbing ish is what I wrote. It is indeed. That was real and weird. Yep. And But why? In this montage, we learned that Cliff uh visited FP with Oof. a threat that Jughead would meet the same fate as Jason if FP didn't confess to the murder. Who this was whole FP time, protecting Dad of the Year? FP was protecting FP Jughead, Dad of the Year, FP Jones. Dad of the Year. Yep. But of course, you know, then Jughead's yelling at the sheriff like, yeah, you need to get, get my dad out of here, blah, blah, blah. And Sheriff Keller's like, lol, lol, lol. He still um, cleaned up a body, yeah. hit it there, dumped it, um, in, interfered with evidence, yeah. like perjury, all not this great. stuff, body tampering. Mm-hmm. He's not getting out anytime soon. And then, you know, Jughead continues to yell at the sheriff about how that's not fair. Yeah. But it have- is fair. Quick scene at the Pembroke. Uh, Veronica says to Hermione, oh, hey. I'm sorry. Sorry, thought I thought dad did it. <laughs> thought it was dad. It was actually someone else's dad. Hermione says. Not my dad. Don't Hiram wor- Lodge. Don't worry about it. I got great news. Maybe you've heard of him, the one and only Hiram <laughs> Lodge. Your father, he's coming home. He's been let out of jail. Pass. I don't want it. For some reason. Nope. Good behavior, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the time served is Bribed up, I guess. the warden. I don't know. Probably. Uh, then we go to Archie's house uh, where Archie's saying goodbye Archie's to his mom. Archie's staying and Mary's leaving. Yeah. Maybe he'll go to Chicago for the summer. Be careful. Love you. Bye is what I wrote. Sure, there's great music. I said, Mary, Chicago. stay a while. FP needs a lawyer. Is what I, wrote. <laughs> I don't understand true. why she's like, all right, well, I got to get back there's to money to be made. disclosed job I have Yep, exactly. Somewhere. Money to be made in Riverdale, but no, You're just not has to go. Uh, so then we go uh, back to Thornhill. I believe Jughead in yeah, the narration Jughead's tells us like, that the real question, question. is why, why did Cliff kill Jason? Like, a question what? only Clifford Blossom could answer. Yep. So the police are like, whoop, 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 let's roll up to Thornhill. Time to arrest for, Cliff. Guess who's already on the front porch? It's Cheryl Penelope. Yep. And they're like, hey, guess what? And they just point he's, to the barn. They're like, he's in that barn over there. Right over there. And this great song is playing that I'm like super yeah. obsessed with. It's like, cross your heart and hope to die. Like something. Yeah, we didn't look up the song. It's so good. It's so good. It's so creepy. Yeah, it's a good creepy song. So they all open up the barn door and Clifford Blossom has hung himself. He dead, y'all. We never gonna find out why he did it. Or are we? Because Here's a little one hint. of the maple syrup containers is open and it looks like there are some drugs in there. Full of heroin. Lots of drugs. Black tar In there. And yep. Sheriff Keller is like, I am terrified, horrified, but also this is a huge break and I'm gonna get a promotion. Oh wait, I am the sheriff. <laughs> there no, is nowhere else to from go. Here, yeah. yeah, exactly. So we got Cliff hung. <sighs> you guys. We got drugs and syrup barrels. See you next week. End card, Riverdale. Okay, so clearly we watched the next one immediately. We did. I was like, this is way too real. So with all that said. uh, Yeah, it's amazing. What are you even asking me? How is this even a question? uh, 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 It is good. This one was a really good. One of the things, so obviously we stumbled, uh, I stumbled a couple times trying to recap it. This episode moves really fast and it's like very quick you just want very to get short to the scenes like boom 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 you're learning so much you're like yeah so they do all this much, stuff but, but really they so figure out quickly. it was Clifford Blossom yeah, it was exactly. Clifford Blossom he killed his own son it's like holy cow oh god yeah Did you, were you surprised that it was Clifford Blossom I okay. wasn't really that surprised I don't know if we've discussed this on the pod before but 
I was not really. We have discussed it. Yeah, I was not paying attention to like who killed him. That was like so like secondary to me. So it's like I had a feeling it wasn't FP, but I also didn't have a strong inclination. It wasn't like one of these shows where it was like, oh, who did it? You know, Uh, like I wasn't like guessing every week. Like, oh, now it looks like this person. It wasn't like how to get away with murder or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not surprised Cliff did it though because I mean he he was wearing a wig. He was already a liar right he was liar he was creepy yeah uh, you know and he was i was surprised that was, hiram actually didn't have anything to do with it right and he was more ruthless than i think anybody yeah, else appears you know what? even hiram like from the That's little we know about hiram stuff. yeah he doesn't seem as ruthless as uh Clifford. yeah like i mean yeah let's think back to like even when archie was there for that dinner and he was right. like, no, 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 Cheryl's terrible. But like, yeah. the optics are good. Like, he was really right. all about appearances. It didn't seem like he really cared about anyone. He was going to fake caring. Right. When he needed to be about Jason being dead. Yeah. Clearly. Because you're like, okay, well, that was all fake concern. When his wife was like sobbing to him about how their son was dead. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm sad also. Yeah. But he, he didn't care. Nope. Because he killed him. Yeah. <sighs> It is weird. It's still hmm. it's still kind of like sinking into me that Cliff did it and that Cliff's dead. These last two yeah. episodes are very like whirlwind. They really you are. Know? It's kind of crazy. Um, so speaking of which, not all the questions have been answered. The question that's outstanding is why, why? did Cliff do this? Yes. Which I think is really the real question that we're asking this whole time. Yeah, and as we're talking exactly. about darkness in Riverdale and this signals a shift and whatnot, it's like what's changed in Riverdale? Well, and it seems like well, glaze over the fact that we found out the Coopers are also Blossom. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, and it seems like the Blossom family didn't care about that literally at all. Yeah, they were like, whatever. That's they one didn't of our care. I'm like, I guess here. you know, they're like, well, if you don't come after our money, then we don't care. You <laughs> know what true, I mean? Yeah. There's so. Yeah, Clifford focused. and Hal were like having that weird argument at Jason's funeral. Oh like yeah, at the very beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "What is that about?" And they were like, "Haha, just like a Nothing. disagreement." I was like, "Hmm." It. Yeah. But they both knew that the family was related, but it didn't seem like. Did it seem like Penelope knew? It seemed like she kind of knew that Cliff was the murderer. No, that the fam that the Coopers were oh, actually yeah. lost. No, I, th- I think. Don't she you think knew. she yeah, knew? Definitely. I don't think Cheryl knew anything. I think though. she would have been more surprised. That's such a good actress. I don't remember her name, but she's a great yeah, actress. She's I think she would have been able to convey that that she knew. I don't think she knew, or I think she didn't. You think she did know? Yeah, yeah. I think she did know too because she was like, nothing could be more purely blossom than right. those babies. Exactly, and she, she had probably like had that all. thought before. Yeah, exactly. She probably just let she it had slide. that line ready to go. She's been ready <laughs> she to care. say that for a long time. The blossoms are so weird. Uh, yeah, they're kind of weird. You'd think they would like the Coopers because they like blossoms, you know? But they yeah, don't but like they, them like, are traitors to the family, were, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Well, also, who's about to like Hal? He's so annoying. <laughs> God, Hal. Dang it, Hal. You weren't even good in white chicks, Hal. Hal. Jeez. <laughs> um, join us next week as we discuss the finale yeah. of season one, chapter 13, The Sweet Hereafter. Gonna talk about murder motive. Yep. Gonna talk about ships sailing into the harbor. Yep. Gonna talk about the aftermath, how and the town survives after this murder. We're gonna talk about Riverdale changing and good and evil Ooh. and all the big ideas that yes. Jughead writes about. Yes. The yes. true artiste he is. This, the finale is like the most quintessential Riverdale thing, I think. You think so? About darkness and light, yes. Yes, yes. I yes. think it comes out the, hard and confronts those. Yes. The biggest like dichotomy between you see the light and you see the darkness and you see which them battle it out and you see kind yep. of what happens. 
true. It's amazing. We're going to find where the darkness is. Every time I rewatch the season finale, I feel like I'm holding my breath for the last 15 minutes. And then the last seven are special for another reason. I'm just dying. Follow us on Twitter at Casual Critic Pod. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Casual Critics Podcast. You can Mm -hmm. always reach us at casualcriticspodcast.gmail.com. Still accepting entries weeks later for Is the Can, The Bathroom of the Keg. Inquiring minds want to know. Rate and review us on iTunes. That helps us get the word out about the show. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time to discuss Chapter 13, The Sweet Hereafter. Ooh. Bye. Bye.